Welcome back to the Doxa Dialogue, the Cove Takeover Edition. This is a podcast about living life on mission for the glory of God. You have with you today Amanda and Darian. Darian, we're coming back for part Week two. two. Week two. For all the married people in the group. Or those preparing for marriage. Very true. If you're getting ready to enter into marriage, this would be a good podcast for you on what it's going to look like to have sex in your marriage. So (laughs) Scandalous. Scandalous. Look at us. So I guess we'll just jump right into it. Yeah, let's do it. So sexual intimacy versus sexual activity. Oh, that is a great way to get started. Because there's a big difference. There is a huge difference. Intimacy goes beyond the physical aspect of just sexual intercourse. And intimacy comes from knowing your spouse. Mm -hmm. God calls you to know your spouse. You know things about them that no one else in the world ever would. You know how they like their tea or how they like the bed made. Mm -hmm. Or how they just process everyday things. Yep. And you can tell... When they're saying, I'm fine, that they're really not. Yes. And intimacy can start with the good morning kiss Mm -hmm. and can end with a glass of water before bed. Mm -hmm. It is every part of the day, all interactions with your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I'm not perfect by any means. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. Neither one of us are. We are not professing to be the best. We're not. We're not Proverbs 31 wives, even though that is what we are striving to be. (laughs) We're not sitting up here as examples of rising early and slaving in the household and cleaning and chores. Welcome to the Christian hot mess express. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But yes, and there's the love languages and that might be sort of outdated. But honestly, still, it is a pretty good tool because like Mm -hmm. you said, you are responsible for knowing your spouse and knowing what speaks love to your spouse. Yes. And for those of you that don't know the love languages, what is it? There's words of affirmation. There's acts of service. There's gifts. There's quality time and physical touch. So those are the five. Yes. And so physical touch does not always mean sex. And that's the intimacy versus activity, right? And and our desire for love should not be reduced to physical closeness by itself. Right, exactly. But knowing those things, because if you can speak to that and intimately know your spouse, then that should healthy lead to, a health, yes. you know, sex. I mean, in a yes. good, in an intimate way, you know. Because the design for sex is actual building of closeness between yes. spouses. Yes. Because you should not be doing that with anybody else. Yes, yes, it should exactly. Be between you and your spouse exactly. and you and your spouse alone. And procreation mm-hmm. but also worship mm-hmm. yeah and I think that's a piece that like you said before we don't talk about as a church mm-hmm. that that's an act of worship so that's what it should look like mm-hmm. right building intimacy building just comfort and mm-hmm. security mm-hmm. love and sacrifice but that does not mean that just because you are married sexual sin cannot creep in yes exactly and 1 Corinthians 7, 1, 5. This is a big one that I've seen, and I'll go a little bit more into this. Let me read the scripture. Now concerning the matters about which you wrote, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman, Mm -hmm. but because of the temptation of sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. The husband should give to his wife her cordial rights. Sorry. 
the husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights and likewise the wife to her husband. I could probably pause there, but I'll get to this in a minute. For the women, for the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Mm -hmm. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, sexual sin comes from lust and a lack of Mm self-control. And if we look at lust and what that is, it's a sexual desire, and Mm -hmm. it can tend towards impure thought because if you're lusting after somebody, you're minimizing who they are, their value, Mm -hmm. you're degrading them to an object. And you can lust after your spouse. And lust is a sin whether you're in marriage or you're out of marriage Mm -hmm. because you cannot degrade your spouse to an object because that minimizes the value that comes Mm -hmm. with being an image bearer of God the creator. I think that's why there's the difference between passionate desire and lust. Lust is the sin, right? Mm -hmm. Passionate desire is God-given, and that's Mm -hmm. what we're supposed to have for our spouse, exactly. But I know that scripture in particular is what a lot of people get all bent out of shape over, is a woman has no authority over her body. Her husband is her authority. That is why it's so important to date a Christian man. You know what I mean? That is why before you even enter in, because that is what the Bible says, your husband and you, you have control over his body. But if you are not equally yoked walking into this thing, guess what? It's going to get a lot harder when you put a ring on it, because that is what God calls us to do. And this is why I picked this scripture, Amanda, Mm -hmm. because there's so much to unpack here, right? So people get all tied up in a knot about, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm supposed to submit to man. No, just your own husband. Yes. Just your own, just Just, one man. Yeah, one man. And we have to be very careful about that because Mm -hmm. the most Mm pro-female book ever in history, the first pro-female book, Mm -hmm. the longest one in publication is the Bible. And God wants to elevate the value of women equal to a man because we are both image bearers Mm -hmm. of God. But there is beauty in how he has purposed us differently. And here we see, back to the point, you know, a woman's body is not her own Mm -hmm. and a man's body is not his own. Mm -hmm. It is to his spouse. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's important to date someone who is equally yoked, someone who is pursuing the Lord constantly. Because if your husband is pursuing the Lord, you know that he will honor what God calls of marriage. Mm -hmm. And women can do this too. We can lord over our husbands and say, well, it's time. Because that's our sin is control, right? right. That's Adam and Eve for you right there. And there's so many different seasons of life that could be, you know, I'm ovulating. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Yep. And it can be, you know, maybe it's just your libido is higher. And actually, a study done in Germany last year shows that 24 to 29% of women have higher libido 
over their male counterparts. Mm-hmm. So there's no set what it's supposed to look like. Right. right? And this is coming from someone who is a higher libido female. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's necessarily the case for Amanda. I fall in the other category. That's okay. <laughs> My husband makes up for all the extra <laughs> plus some. <laughs> but I think it's important that we understand that sex within a marriage is to be sacrificial. Yes. It's to pursue. Yes. Whatever side you fall in that category, right. it's the love and the sacrifice that you show your spouse. And that is why, like you said, it's not just about the act of it. I'm going to do it because my husband wants it or I'm going to do it because my, you know, like. Right. I'm going to serve my spouse this way. Exactly. And if it is out of service and love, then it's not going to be some awful thing. And then you're doing it just to get it done. You're showing love and you will benefit from that as well. Yes. The other part of the scripture says, do not deprive your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I know women like to pull it away from their husbands. You're in the doghouse. You're on the couch. You didn't hang the cabinet like you were supposed to. You didn't change that light fixture. (laughs) You didn't change that light fixture. (laughs) Get on the couch, buddy. Women are more guilty of that, I would say. Yes, of withholding from their spouse to punish. As punishment, And I do want to say this. Like, there is a season where you may not have sex in your marriage. Yes. And that's okay. We don't need sex to survive, guys. We are not hedonistic animals. Mm -hmm that serve every fleshly desire that comes into our bodies because you can ask any woman who's nine months pregnant she probably does not want (laughs) to be touched (laughs) yes there's a season she's healing from having that baby exactly exactly there's times where your husband may be overseas fighting for his country you definitely don't want to be having sex with anybody else at yep. that time, because that's a whole nother sin. And there's seasons of illness. You know, yes. I mean, there are, there's, there's so, so many, so many, different, many things, different things, right? Like, we're not saying this is a one size fits all, have sex no matter what kind of a thing. But it definitely is important that you are both agreeable, you are both in that mindset, that you share in that worship together, mm-hmm. you know. And that you share in, in that time of celibacy within your marriage yes Yes. if it's in that season that you do that together and it's willingly on both sides right right? as an act of sacrifice and love as an act of sacrifice and love and actually it can be an act of building the intimacy again yes right because we can get lost in the marital duty of it all yep and it can just be just another thing to check off the list and sometimes this is not negating sex scheduling that mm-hmm, happens. Mm-hmm. I've been in those seasons. Yep. Because sometimes if it's not on the schedule, it's not happening. I'm yeah. I'm type yeah. A. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> to my husband, but I'm type A. If it's on the calendar, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Not to negate any of that. Right. But there's different seasons, and this is where liberty comes in to mm-hmm. walk in freedom, mm-hmm. walk with your spouse. There are seasons of illness. There are seasons where your spouse may not be feeling the greatest. They're going through mm-hmm. cancer treatment. Yes. Or they, you mentally, know. Mentally. Mentally having a struggle, right? Because right. that's a I big, mean, mental health could be really tough. And that's, some, that's a big piece of that as well. Yeah. Right. And so this is where the intimacy of marriage is about sacrifice. Yes. You have that desire. You have that want to be intimate with your spouse. But you're going to put that aside because your spouse needs something else. Yes. They need 
you to just comfort them. Yes. You, they need you to just pick up the slack because all they've got is a mm-hmm. half empty cup mm-hmm. and they're seeking the Lord to be filled. And they want you to come alongside them mm-hmm. and walk with them, bear their burdens. They want to build that intimacy and that's what they need. Mm-hmm. Not yep. sexual activity, yep. but the intimacy that comes within a marriage. And I think there's a piece of that, too, while we're talking about intimacy. If you or your spouse are going into a marriage and one of you has experienced sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. that's going to be hard taken into a marriage. And I would highly recommend that, one, you talk about that before. Yes. Because that's a very important piece of the marriage. Two, you both get therapy for that. That is Mm -hmm. not something where we're saying, I've experienced abuse. I'm going to go in and I'm just expected to just have sex, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's my marital duty. Like, no, as long as you both know what's happening. Yes, I do think you can heal from that. Yes. I have experienced some of that healing myself, Mm -hmm. but you heal together and you heal with some therapy. You heal with talking with people, your pastor, someone that knows you and loves you guys and and can help with that. And I'm sure you can attest to this, but also the intimacy that comes with walking through that Mm -hmm. with the Lord, Mm -hmm. but also your spouse. Yes. And that now he knows you better. Yes. And that now he knows what are certain triggers for yes. you? What are certain things to avoid doing? Mm-hmm. What are things to help you heal? Mm-hmm. And again, this is where that sacrifice comes yes. into play. Maybe you are sacrificing for a season because you're trying to learn how to not associate this act with, into, you know, with, with, the, with a traumatic experience. Exactly, exactly. So but, that's something that doesn't get talked about enough. That's super important. Yes, and... Also, if you have just a plethora of sexual experiences you have to work through Mm -hmm. also, maybe Mm -hmm. they're not entirely traumatic Mm -hmm. to the extent of something like rape. Right. But it's traumatic nonetheless. Mm-hmm. But it's been the strangers and in the streets like we were talking about in the last last episode. Yeah, yeah. Quoting Taylor Swift, when you're 15 and someone tells you they love you, you're Mm going to believe them. Mm -hmm. And that's traumatic to Mm -hmm. think that there was a love there that was revoked. Yeah. Because, again, God has a greater design Mm -hmm. for love Mm -hmm. that we all innately seek out. Mm -hmm. But... When we think we found it here on earth, yep. we're willing to pay a price. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And sometimes it's not worth that price. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the years of, well, what what do I have left mm-hmm. to give to, well, I must not amount to anything much now to my, to my future husband. And again, I think that's also written in our heart. Mm. He put that there. Mm-hmm. Because it's in his word. Mm -hmm. That's what will happen, Mm -hmm. right? If a man takes advantage of a woman who is a virgin, Mm -hmm. he is to pay her marriage dowry. Regardless of whether her father pushes for a marriage to that man. That's the weight of it. And so when we have all of that history, it's super important to walk through that with your spouse with your premarital counselor with a separate biblical counselor Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying to air out 
every dirty detail. No, we don't need every single specific details, measurements, you know. And and I think I think it's very important to understand what is helpful and what is hurtful. Exactly. Exactly. Because again, it's what is helpful for my spouse to know, what would be hurtful for my spouse to know. And it's a very fine line. Every person is different. So is that helpful? Is that hurtful? It might be hurtful to your ex-boyfriend. You might not want to share that with your husband. And like you said, we're going to speak truth, but you don't have to go into every detail and position. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to go through all that. But we we need to at least, uh, we need to be honest going into the marriage so that when we're in the marriage we're on the same page and we can work on that aspect together and I know a big piece of that too some of that now is the modern day feminism mm-hmm. I know you ha- you were going to speak to that a little bit as well but I think that can be a big piece of why we don't have good sex in our marriage if you're more bent towards you know I can do everything a man can do everything you can do I can do better and and that that sort of mindset forgetting that we are the helper And that was our God-given role. Yes. Ultimately, feminism is poison. At least modern-day feminism Mm -hmm. is absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it what it is. Yeah, we ain't pulling any punches here. No. Give me your toes because I'm about to step on (laughs) them. Modern-day feminism is absolute poison. Mm -hmm. And... Women's Day happened, and there were tons of comments on posts about, well, this woman is so strong and independent and Mm -hmm. empowered, Mm -hmm. or any of these other three synonyms. And this is coming from a podcast by Martin Isles. I might be pronouncing his last name incorrectly. I apologize. (laughs) Uh, But how upside down is that? You know, the word independent Mm -hmm. is a direct assault against God's design because like you said Amanda we were purposed to be helpers to be the help me yep and where's the independence in that where's the independence in motherhood yes right there's they are attached (laughs) at the hips no none of that and a woman who prizes strength and independence is ultimately a woman who rebels against her own nature Mm -hmm. a God-given nature And she is gifted to be her best when she's making others the best. And I think that's absolutely incredible. That that's our God-given superpower. Mm -hmm. And with modern-day feminism, we are seeing the diminishing value of Mm -hmm. a woman. Mm -hmm. It is doing the complete opposite. Yep. 100%. Because there is beauty in being feminine. Yep. In femininity... We elevate a man's masculinity. There's beauty in submission, right? There's beauty in that. We often think that that's just a shameful thing that, oh my gosh, you know, but that's what the Bible calls us to submit to our husbands. And when you're with a man who's in authority and follows God's authority first, it is very easy to submit to him because that's what we're called to do, right? Well, and within marriage, you're bound to have sex, make a baby. That's again, a Mm -hmm. a purpose. Mm Mm-hmm that God has given us Mm -hmm. go forth and multiply Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful to be a mother it is absolutely beautiful to be a mother I am new to motherhood I'm nowhere near your (laughs) a little more seasoned you know a little more seasoned got more than a decade under your belt I've barely got two years under mine but it is beautiful Mm -hmm. I think it's it's so sad to live in a world that 
diminishes Mm -hmm. what motherhood is, Mm -hmm. right? Women get to work in tune with God, the creator, Mm -hmm. to create and bring forth new life. Yep. To be the vessel that he chooses to bring forth life. Mm -hmm. We get to experience cells turning into a soul in a human body. Yes. And growing and we build it an organ mm-hmm. on top of building the baby there's so much that happens that god uses and chooses women mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. that a man will never get to experience yep. and it's sad that society would like to diminish that you know mm-hmm. the rise of feminism is pretty much pushing and maybe this is a bonus episode we could do later because mm-hmm. this is like a big it's a whole dive. other it's a whole it really rabbit is. hole but ultimately we can see the sexual revolution change every decade yes. right in the 70s roe v wade love is love mm-hmm. um we can see i think in the 90s it was really the rise of gay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now here in 2020 we're seeing it's the lgbtq plus ia mm-hmm. and feminism movement a plus 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 because they're adding more letters every day demasculinate men yes de- you know demasculate mm-hmm. men defeminize women yep. yep and we can see where it was well women wanted to be more like men mm-hmm. right and then now it's men want to be more like women and women want to be more like nothing yeah. I am pansexual fluid and I'm mm-hmm. using all these terms wrong, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Because language is under assault. And again, this is a big rabbit hole to go. Yeah, and this would jump be a whole into. other topic. But the point of that was yes. in marriage, if your push is I'm independent, I don't need no man, but you're married to a man that God gave you, that's mm-hmm. not biblical. And that's not what God calls us to be. And I'm also not saying you cannot be a working woman. Exactly. And a mother. Exactly. And if you and if you're not married, independence is not uh, it's not a sin. Right. Like, right. you know, you have to take care of yourself, support yourself. You know, like yes. you don't you don't need a man. I get that. But in marriage, this is the topic we are speaking on right now. Independence and feminism. Well, as it and relates I think to marriage, I yes. think even as a single woman, there's a level of you do need a man, you mm-hmm. need Jesus. You need Jesus, exactly. And exactly. You, no earthly man will ever yeah. fill the void in that. No in earthly heart. man yes. will fill that void. And ultimately, without Jesus, we can't rightly position our hearts in a marriage mm-hmm. to exactly. not be against our husbands. Exactly. Because that that's a result of the fall. Or ultimately. to expect our husband to fill every desire that only God can fill. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Either one of those stances, I feel like, is what happens in marriage a lot. Either mm-hmm. you push away or you expect them to just fill every hole in your heart. And they literally cannot do that because they are human, just like us. Yes. Because would you like your husband? Uh, well, I guess some people would like to be <laughs> put on a pedestal. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being a trophy wife. I'm just going to say. Like. <laughs> but... But and, that's not the best, yes. right? That's not God's best for and, us. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't also share in bringing home some bacon mm-hmm. and contributing to your household mm-hmm. financially. I'm not saying let's go to Amish country, put on bonnets, milk right. cows, and home. Never leave the kitchen. Never leave the kitchen. Yeah. I am one that's like, I work mm-hmm. a 40-hour mm-hmm. a week corporate america job and i'm more of a stay at home i work for yes. the church meaning i basically make no money so <laughs> we're living on jesus right now so. and and there's beauty in both of those things yep. because 
As long as you're doing all things as unto the Lord. Yes. And in, and God is getting glory. And in your marriage, you have a great... There, I think that's the biggest piece. Yes. Always consensual, right? And whether yes. you're working, whether you're staying at home, whether you're talking about sex, whether anything, it's consensual. How you're rearing the children. Yep. All of it yep. is... You joining together to make those decisions. Yes. yes. Because the two are one yep. now. Yep. You are to work in unison. Mm-hmm. There is so much beauty in marriage yes and it's more than just sexual activity yes and a big piece of that too is um i know a big push now is what do you feel how do you Mm -hmm. feel Um, there's a lot of let your heart lead the way follow your heart and the heart is deceitful who can know it above all things exactly so feelings are real but they aren't always valid. So I think Mm -hmm. differentiating between the two is what's so important because you may feel some desire for someone else besides your spouse, but that doesn't mean it's valid and you need to act on that, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's super important that you talked on that. Like, So lust focuses on the feelings of sex. Yes. And it separates it from God's design Mm -hmm. for sex. Mm -hmm. And... Felicia Masonheimer, I brought her up on the last podcast, mm-hmm. but she defines sexual sin as this, and I think it's a great definition. It's anything outside of a covenant sexual relationship between a man and a woman that is acted upon. Yep. You may be attracted to another person. You may ha- be attracted to other sexual things, have a sexual bent in a certain direction, mm-hmm. but when you act upon it that is when it becomes sexual sin Mm -hmm. when you engage in it fantasize about it dwell on it or pursue it that is when you have stepped outside of the bounds of christian sexuality Mm -hmm. yeah right it's so true because and we see this with studies on pornography is a man can just think about it and it brings forth all of the images he has formerly seen yep i think Pastor John Piper has talked about this where he has been freed from his pornography inclination. God has rescued him from that, has redeemed him from that. And he has not looked at it for decades, maybe half a century now. Mm -hmm. I know he's a lot older now. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it can be brought back to the forefront of your mind just by thinking about it. Right, that's engaging in it. Yep. Now, are you choosing to dwell on those thoughts? Exactly. Can you have that thought? Yes. Are you staying in that thought? That's the difference. Right, because right? we're to take every thought captive exactly. and give it to the Lord. So once we give it back to the Lord, mm-hmm. he will rip it right away. Yes, exactly. So just having the thought is not a sin, but dwelling in that. Engaging is, is, in engaging it, fantasizing in it. about mm-hmm. it, pursuing mm-hmm. it. And I think for women, a lot of that, too, I think we talked about this last episode, too, was emotionally, right? Mm-hmm. We we can tend to really, oh, or you or social media, oh, my gosh, her husband just brought her flowers, and he does this for her. He cleaned the whole house for her, and we dwell, you know, like, I wish my man could be more like that. Mm-hmm. And that is going astray, yes. that if you're dwelling in that in comparison, and you're thinking, my man ain't good enough, then, And, and yeah. ultimately, I think this goes back to what we talked about last week, right, mm-hmm. where, You know, we see it in books, we see it in social media, TikTok, Instagram, Mm -hmm. all these reels and these videos, and we're like, why can't my husband be like that? Why can't my husband do that? And we're comparing 
something that's not real. Exactly. Because let's be honest. Because we know social media. Social media is a highlight reel. Yes. Of people's yes. lives. I can guarantee you that yep. that husband is Dutch ovening her. Like, <laughs> he's doing the gross things that your husband I mean, I does. only post myself with makeup on. We ain't right. about to walk up in. I'm glad y'all can't see me today because I ain't no. about to be posting this on social media. But ultimately, it's. It's a glamorization yes. of people's lives. Yes. And they do that because I think we all innately strive. All creation mm-hmm. is screaming for the Lord. Yep. And that's yep. what's happening yep. is we're trying to glorify our own lives. We're trying to glamorize it, trying mm-hmm. to make it more than it is. We escape into books yep. like Fifty Shades of Grey. Christian Grey is a man of incredible means who Mm -hmm. leaves we always want to break or we always want to fix broken men Mm -hmm. don't do it (laughs) don't do it the lord girl run (laughs) only the lord can fix a man yes but we see that that inclination is there oh Mm -hmm. he has means Mm -hmm. he's gonna take care of me Mm -hmm. he's gonna give me comfort and security and it's gonna be hunky-dory and it's not TV shows are so many TV shows now that I would love to watch, but I know, I know, know yourself too, right? Right. I know for me, certain books, certain shows, I know it's going to be a trigger for me. I know I'm going to start to fantasize. I know what's going to take me down the wrong road, right? Mm -hmm. That is so important. Know your spouse, know yourself Mm -hmm. and cut it before it even gets. Flee from it. Yes. Flee from it. Exactly. Run, girl, run. Yeah. Run, forest, run. (laughs) Run, forest, run. Exactly. You know, honestly, we could go on and on. I mean, there are so many. And like I said, maybe we'll have a few more parts. Maybe David will let us come back. You guys, if you like it enough, comment yeah. enough on so Comment yeah, yeah. enough. Request send us. in questions. Maybe yes. the Cove will take over again next yes. summer. Yeah, we would definitely love to do, like I said, I would love to have a Q&A. We talked about last week with some unmarried questions. And same thing with this week. If you have some questions for your marriage, you know, we are not licensed counselors by any means but we do love Jesus and walk with Jesus and we if you have some questions we might be able to answer or we could probably refer you to someone if you need some marriage counseling we might be able to help hook you up with that if Um, you need more help than we can provide we will refer you to Jesus I'm Jesus (laughs) Jesus is always the answer person yes yes VBS, man. I didn't yes. even have VBS growing up. <laughs> but we will we will definitely refer you to someone who is able to help, maybe licensed to help mm. walk through those things. Mm-hmm. I know for myself, I've had to have biblical counseling mm-hmm. for my past yep. and just the trauma that was mm-hmm. laid in there. Mm-hmm. And I just think that anyone who doesn't know Jesus anyone who's listening to this and is questioning whether they're saved, I think it's so important for us to realize that we love because God first loved us. Yes. That's what's so attractive about Mm. the gospel, Mm -hmm. right? The desire to be loved is well ingrained in us from birth. Yep. We were chosen, right? We didn't choose God. He chose us. Exactly. And if you don't know God, if you don't know Jesus, Mm -hmm. if you don't know the gospel— it is simply that he came to earth, lived a sinless life, mm-hmm. died the death that we deserved, mm-hmm. that he did not deserve, mm-hmm. in order to fulfill the debt that our sin left. 
Yep. And he ascended into heaven mm-hmm. and reigns at the right hand of God right now. Amen. And he will redeem anything. Yep. And everything and all things. And I can only speak for myself knowing what he has brought me through, mm-hmm. knowing just how broken I was before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said last week I was I lived the life of a sexual nomad. I yep. know there is no fulfillment in that. Yep. No I matter know. how much you want to deceive yourself, yep. there's no satisfaction in living the life of a sexual nomad. But ultimately what you're seeking in the world is not going to come from your husband even. Yep. yep. It is going to come from God. Yep. First. Yep. And we have to first seek God. Mhm. And that is what should be the guiding compass of our marriage, how we mm-hmm. relate to our spouse mm-hmm. uh, physically, verbally, emotionally, spiritually, yep. all of that. Yep. And I think that's the cherry on the cake. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a better ending than the gospel message. So we have really enjoyed, I know I have, I have having these discussions. Like I said, Darren or I are always open to talking more. If you have any more questions, if you have any comments, anything you'd like to reach out and say to us, we're both always available. You know, we want to talk about the hard things and talk about the tough things, talk about the struggles. And what a way to start, man. Just let's dive into sex. Yeah, we ain't ain't messing around. We're going full transparency here. Full transparency. (laughs) Get on the train of the Christian Hot Mess Express. Yes. So thank you guys so much for joining us. We look forward to hopefully being back again soon. And you are loved.